Welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode of the Long Lost Heroes podcast. I'm AJ. I'm Frank. We're here with our good buddy, Matt Zion Basile. How are you doing, buddy? Hey, guys. He's uh, keeping it uh, industry savvy from the West Coast. So listen here, we have to talk about uh, the latest thing we all three of us have to talk about when we're on here, which is Star Wars. And that is the brand new uh, Disney Plus. The uh, Bad Batch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, we are going to be talking about Andor. Uh, I would say the sleeper hit of 2022. Uh, a great Star Wars show. And we have not all had the opportunity to all sit around and talk about it. Frank, you were super late on this show. Emphasis on the sleeper. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, so, man, Frank, I'm... you were super late to this. Was sleep the major, uh, you know, obstacle? Okay. The major obstacle is that there's too much TV. There's too much TV. This started coming out in the midst of when House of the Dragon and uh, Rings of Power were going, and we were already Definitely. in that. And I was like, we're in that. And then they dropped three episodes, which normally I'd be like, oh, my God, three episodes of Star Wars. That's amazing. How are we going to – and then I was instantly behind. And so every <laughs> week I was instantly behind. And then yeah. it was the the, the ever, um, you know, ongoing argument of is this a me show? Is this a Megan and I show? And – we decided it was an us show, which also makes it harder to stay up because yeah, way we harder. Can't, we can't, we can't ever find time to watch TV. Um, so, and then, but all of that plus it did not keep our attention. We, uh, I don't know. I, I, I had a hard time like being pulled into this show. I mean, we watched like four episodes in the last few days. Like the last half of it, I think, is better. Um, but there's just a lot of drag in my opinion, but, um, that's, that's why it took us so long. Yeah. And it was also when all those shows came out, you kind of had to be like, I'm picking one. Right. Yeah. Because I don't know, I, I, you know, there's a lot of good TV. I try to space it out. I could watch like a few shows at a time, but like, I feel like if you were watching all three of those shows at the same time, and, it would just kind of be too much. And between the three of us, we all picked a different show. We all picked a different show. Uh, yeah, I definitely went Andor. Frank, which one did you really hunker down with? Um, well, Megan and I watched Rings of Power together, and we we were never behind on that. Um, and then I watched House of the Dragon on my own, so I stayed up on that too. But I think okay. that, I did, yeah, I did House of Dragon first. Okay, also which is things, good. Also, things we haven't discussed on this podcast. Yeah, I mean, we were a Game of Thrones podcast. I have not even fucking seen it. Um, you gotta watch it. It's good. I gotta it's watch good. it. Um, so yeah, listen. Um, I've, I've, so ultimately, I think this show got a lot of critical acclaim um, for being kind of um, within Star Wars, but you know, kind of a little bit of a different tone. Like, I think that the main thing you could take away from this is the same tone that you had in Rogue One with the creators of Tony Gilroy um, brought into this show. And I think that there's like, and, and I can understand Frank, maybe I think a little bit more clearly, maybe why uh, maybe where it comes from is like this guy, Tony Gilroy does not love star Wars. Mm -hmm. He's not a star Wars forward guy. He's like a story guy and he's trying to make like a show. 
So a lot of, I think, the other argument about the show is like, could this show have been any other show and just not have been called Star Wars and would it have still been entertaining? And I think that there's some truth to that, that this is it. It's within it, but it's without it. Yeah. The amalgamation that is Rogue One, the final product that we all like is is great. But I don't know. I'm I want to dig into why you guys didn't like it so much. I to me, I thought that this kind of made me feel like Star Wars for me, whereas I think that some of the other stuff, especially in Book of Boba Fett, I felt was a little bit lacking in development, lacking in larger scale, lacking in kind of different dualities that they were talking about and even in the sequel series and getting into the gray areas, getting into nuance. And I liked kind of what this show did for that. Like, where, like why why, so, why not so likey? Too much talky-talky? May I ask why? ZB, you go first. Okay. One of my directors that I represent said this best, I think. He said, Andor is like the Star Wars prequels if you took out all the action and just kept the politics. Okay. Okay. Sure. Which is, I think, a pretty good sum up version of what that is um they're just and we've spoken about this i think on the podcast before that you know the the previous shows almost felt like too short in story development you wanted more and this i feel like they slightly overstayed their welcome i feel like there's a chance had this been cut down to you know eight episodes a little more condensed it would have had a stronger through line but I, I agree with Frank. I think it, it just kind of dragged out. And there were episodes I'd watch. I'd just be like, okay, like nothing really happened. Um, <laughs> so there, there was actually an episode that I watched without Megan. Cause I was like, I'll, I'm just like, I, there was a certain point early on where we're like, well, I'm just going to keep going because I want to stay up to date. And I, I think it was like episode five and she we watched episode six together and didn't miss anything <laughs> like, yeah. you know, and uh, I, I think wasn't like, episode five, like the, the heist on the planet. No, I, think with that the was, I think it was six. I think the five was the, like the, the big escape. lead up, but like five, yeah, five that one was good. Yes. I mean, yeah, the heist was great. Um, we will talk about all the really great things. Cause there is a lot. I think, I think what you're saying, AJ though, is like on paper, this, this is the show for us. Yeah. Um, but something about just the execution and, and it's weird because it's not I'm not saying that I love Book of Boba Fett because we when we discussed that show, we like had huge problems with it. Um, it's just, yeah, I do think that they swung too far in the opposite direction um, because there's a lot to love. I think my biggest thing was that for like the majority of the show, it didn't feel like Star Wars. And like, I don't think that means that, oh, there are no Jedi, or like, I don't need a show with Jedi, like, that's fine. Or even the Force, I just like, so much of it, you don't see stormtroopers, so much of it, you're not in space, you're not in like, on ships. Um, you're like, I don't know, like, and I think there's just like a semblance of, I think, we've always been saying, oh, we need like, Star Wars to go dark, right? And like, I just feel like maybe it, it went a little too, I feel like, okay, here's what I said this to Megan the other day, George Lucas would hate this show. 
I wonder what he thinks of the show. I'm curious. I'm curious. You think George Lucas would hate it? I, I, I think it's <clears throat> I think it's too dark. There's not enough hope. There's no like there's nothing for kids. There's nothing that like I, and it, by the end of it, you get that that like seeds of hope. But I think it's just so like so dark and like dreary I'm o- and <laughs> i'm okay that they didn't make it for kids i'm yeah. okay that like they made a show slightly more skewed for probably exactly us right the kids mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. grew up with it or you know even slightly older um to have something and you know i think a lot of people to AJ's point have been asking for that kind of like dark and gritty star wars i think you felt that a lot in the first episode you know when he you know kills those two soldiers and yeah. you know you're seeing bits of the you know what the imperial army's doing now and um yeah but it it just to your point frank it just wasn't enough of that and we're following this one character i i guess who's supposed to be kind of like the you know inception of the rebellion but it's it's just it's so long to get there and they already made the whole movie about that. <laughs> and, and that's, that's again, so we, this was the the fall of prequels. So we, like, we had Rings of Power, we had House of the Dragon, and uh, now this. And so and that was my, my hesitation with all three shows. Like, how are they going to tell a good story that warrants their existence to, you know, prior to the, the, uh, the product that we already know and and most cases love like this it's a prequel to a prequel it's not even just a prequel like fucking rogue one is a prequel to a new hope like so yeah, for sure yeah and we're, definitely we're, we're following andor and 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 his I, I forget what they kept saying it's like this is the you know his the beginning of his journey like because at the at the start of this we're not following a character that has any seeds of rebellion he's all about himself but by the end of it and like this there is a huge character arc for him obviously um by the end of it you could tell that he's like i hate the empire and there are things that he wants to do to you know help other people now um i just it just dragged on for me like i felt like 90 percent of the time i watched an episode and i'm like okay but I wasn't like, oh, I want to keep watching. Sure. So just overall, too slow. Too slow. Too slow. Too okay. slow. Too talky-talky. Too talky-talky. Yeah, not enough action even. Not yeah. enough action, yeah. I mean, the heist episode's pretty good. I mean, there was like three episodes in the jail. I'm just like, when are we going to get out of here? Like, the, I get the, the prison break was pretty cool. The prison break was cool. The final episode of that was cool. Um... Yeah, I, just, I guess I like the building of the tension. I, I guess I felt I like it was earned that mm-hmm. we weren't just like blowing shit up. Like it, I, I, I don't know. I think that there's there's definitely a lot of room for this show to grow, and I think that to set up the kind of baseline that they did in this season, if you think about like even back to the first season of Mandalorian, to be able to kind of have kind of a couple broad stroke episodes to show you different sides of the character, different environments, different places, and then do more fun stuff with him. 
maybe they're some, thinking something along the lines of that. I, you know, I have I have two points, um, like off of that. So because I was again, Megan and I have discussed this. So I feel like another thing that's missing from this, like the Mandalorian as a character, is a dark and brooding character. We don't see his face. Like that was right. that was from it from the get go. There's a mystique around him. There's a mystique around him, as is with Andor, with Cassian. But there, it, in the Mandalorian, and maybe maybe for some people it goes too far. You have comic foils, or you have like you have Grogu, who is a cute foil. You have like a balance of something. Like there's no, there was no one ever to like bounce off of Andor to to add levity. Like it doesn't doesn't need to be funny. It doesn't need to be like. It, but there's no, and that's like why I love Star Wars Rebels because you have serious characters, but then you have some that can like, you've got your C three POs, your you know your Chewbacca's or whatever. Like that's why in Rogue One it works so well with K two S O, because like Alan Tudyk's performance, like just his like sarcasm and everything. And it's like that character is missing from this show, and I know that they're probably gonna get him there eventually, but. I'm like, where is he? <laughs> like, we you need that balance. I, I think, think he's in the. I I mean, spoilers. I mean, spoiler alert. I think he's in the body of that little robot. In the little robot, yeah. I think probably you're probably right. I was thinking that too. Um, I think that he's like a sad little guy, and he's about to get a nice upgrade mm-hmm. and get you know into the cool new ro- new new That'd imperial be, body that would be cool because we've already seen that they can move the droid consciousnesses mm-hmm. back and forth if they're gonna put a consciousness into the millennium falcon they can move a droid sure we can do a droid transfer baby yeah okay <laughs> and so then i have one other like negative complaint thing and then we can move on okay and, and maybe this is me being a moron Okay. But Megan and, Megan and I both agreed. So Probably not. Okay. In the Come first on. several episodes when they're discussing right. the heist, right? They're getting up sure, to this heist. The heist. They keep talking about payroll. Payroll, payroll. I work in finance sort of areas. Never in my mind was this a bank heist. Like as we're going, I'm like, it sounds like they're stealing data. Like, I, what what are we do, what are we talking about here? And then we get to the fucking heist, and they're like, money, it's gold, it's credits. Like, am I stupid? Like, it, was I not paying attention enough? Like, why couldn't they say, oh, we need to get this because it's gonna fund this. We need this to fund a rebellion. We want this money to what? Like, it just was so like. Man, we're just gonna go get this payroll and blah blah blah, and it's all these details about the heist. But when you have a bank heist, think about all the amazing heist movies out there, and you have these like great like montage sequences of like what they're gonna do. You have like some of that here where they're like talking about their plan, but it's so drab, and they're like they never really talk about what they're getting and why they need it. No, it doesn't have the Ocean's Eleven music. I, I hear you. <laughs> Like if it had the Ocean's Eleven, did you guys know that they were stealing money? <laughs> I don't know what they were stealing. Like, um, no, but they, but it, okay. I think I got into a lot of. I don't know. It's gonna sound really hokey and shitty, but like I liked the symbolism of this show. Like I liked them showing that the religious people on the planet, and they're like celebrating the light. 
and then the Imperials are like about to totally destroy this whole beautiful temple that they're about to have this their last like celebration. And like that's like showing the Empire crushing the galaxy. Like I I like that every episode when they started with the sequence, like they were adding more instruments and adding different harmonies to make it sound richer and fuller. So you like you're realizing the full character by the end of the show. Um, I loved Andy Serkis. Uh, when I heard his voice in the room and saw his hair, I was like, I, I know who this is. Yeah. And and I freaked out and I was really excited to see him get to, you know, to get to do what he did. Was I bummed that he didn't get to swim away and join this show for a couple of episodes? Definitely. So sad. So sad. It's yeah. horrendous. <laughs> well, I mean, that uh, that's why I feel like that that episode was a really great peak, because not only did you have that amazing speech uh that he gives but you have sort of like an an inverse speech by luthan like they totally. both have these incredible speeches monologues and it's like holy shit like these guys are yeah. fucking act <laughs> like yeah. yeah uh yeah. i i like that the was song. definitely a highlight yeah, that was yeah. definitely a highlight there's a there's a lot of good things to take away totally you know but but i think for us we were just like the 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 good did not outweigh i think the expectation of everything else so i if i like i know we don't rate on this podcast like sure. i i do feel like a lot of people are like this is a 10 right like people love this show like yeah. there's a lot i'm like i'm like it's a 7 maybe a 6 6 and a half 7 um i would say boba fett probably is even lower than that but like i just feel like maybe maybe our standards are high but um, I think there are like the highs are really high. I don't even think that the lows are low. I just think that there's so much mid. <laughs> like, um, let, let me ask you this, AJ. How um, how closely did you watch the whole series from start to finish? I watched it week to week. I watched the first three episodes, and then I watched it week to week as it came out. Okay. Um, no, because so when, when did that finish? When the show the final, finished, before, like before November, Christmas? it was yeah, uh, but it was before right before Christmas. it was right before Thanksgiving, November twenty third. Okay. Um, I don't know. I guess maybe I don't know. I thought that. Listen, I was. I'm still underwhelmed that all the battle sequences and 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 ZB and I have talked about this a little bit, but like, we both agree that the finale was definitely underwhelming. Mm. That. You know, yeah. it definitely felt like we were building towards a much bigger, maybe significantly cooler thing. And yeah, I, I kept waiting for the other shoe to drop in this series. And there were, you know, the temple episode, the the heist to some degree, and then the escape from the jail were definitely like the big action points. But I thought, you know, once he got back from the mom's funeral, I thought there was going to be I don't even know what that was going to be because I. I I didn't know like where it could go from there, but I I did think this season finale like something crazy was going to happen. All that the would, characters like, are in the same place, like for the first right. time. Like <laughs> right, something crazy was going to happen to set you up for what was to come. Instead, it was just kind of like a bummer funeral, and then it was just kind of like it ended, and I was like, wait, that's, that's it? it? Yeah, I was I was really kind of just like they have to that. start. Yeah. I, 
it's not that's not the way that you want to leave people for a year or whatever how long it's going to be for the next season um because yeah you have everyone kind of all in one place and you think that i i mean honestly like i do think a lot of the strengths are are on the um imperial side i think the shit that's yeah. going on there like just that the the like the the fascist I like, the like side parallels characters. like yeah. Just how the, oppressive the wo- they are. Um, the woman, um, the blonde woman, Imperial. Deirdre. Oh, she's she, she was good. She, she was really good. Yeah. Um, I'm a and little then, um, confused by the other dude. <laughs> He's a little. Skazgard? No, no, no. Um, oh. What's his name? Um, the weirdo guy. The weirdo guy. Yeah, who like, who like kind of has a crush on her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, he's he weird. had a weird arc. I did, like, why are we watching him eat cereal with his mom? With his mom? Series? But that's that what I'm saying. Rough. There was so much like, whereas I feel like in, you know, Mando, we would like eat those kind of moments up maybe a little bit. And here it was just kind of like, uh, why? Like, I don't care. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like once, uh, but not four times. <laughs> right. But what I but what this did have was like kind of the first Star Wars ever that really alluded to sex. Yeah. 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 Which was kind of like crazy to see. Mm-hmm. Like that, the woman's like in bed. She's she's basically half naked. It was like the most sexual version of Star Wars has ever been. We're going, we're breaking new boundaries all the time, man. Uh, yeah. People fucking space. Yeah, of course they do, but there's no underwear. Um, no. Let me ask you this, though. What did you guys think about Mon Mothma? <sighs> I liked a lot. Okay. Um, But, so here, I think, again, I think there's just maybe too much because do I do you like I, Mon Mothma in rebels better than this Mon Mothma. Uh, it's, it's way different. Um, because I like Mon Mothma in rebels is already like the one that we see in like, um, like the original trilogy. She's like on the front lines in a sense here. It's like getting there. And I like the, you know, her like choice that she has to make with her daughter and everything. I like, like, just got to get her hands dirty. I just feel like again, it 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 took a little too long. Um, yeah, there's just like, she's very she was very compelling though. She I mean she was a good yeah. actress and yeah. like I think they casted her well and I I felt she like, was in a scene she's in a deleted scene from Return of the Sith. Yeah, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, and and she's in Rogue One. Um, and she's in Rogue One. I I felt like that and and maybe it'll come in season two that there there needs to be a reckoning between her and Luthen, like they have two very different ideals. And I think ultimately we know which way the rebellion goes, right? Because she's the leader of the rebellion. So like what's going to happen to him? What's his, what's his deal? Like I, I was thinking maybe like, maybe they can't afford Stellan Skarsgård for another season. Maybe he was going to die here. Uh, But you know, he's, I think really important. Um, It just kind of like, like Andrew uh, Badgett and I were talking about this. Like, what, what are his motivations? Like, like other than just like fuck the empire. Like, the, he he seems like he's almost out for revenge. Like, we don't know really anything about him. Like, what is it that 
is driving him, him so to so like so much so like that he gives that speech of like what does he give up everything like why what what did the empire take from him what did palpatine do or you know he's got a sick like sith robe he does he's <laughs> he's got a double life and i mean i love that the the space bat battle space sequence where he breaks free from the tractor beam that was fucking awesome and it looked awesome like that looked it movie looked quality awesome. like so again good stuff but do we think uh do you think he had a lightsaber no what is that frank what the stick that he had then stick what stick what remember he get he gives the he gives like a lightsaber hilt to the guy when he goes to see saw Gerrera. Oh yeah. Um I don't know. I don't know. I, don't I think know. he I think he has a lightsaber. I think we've never seen a wooden hilt lightsaber before. And I think that definitely exists. Mm. Definitely exists. <laughs> there's thousands I... of there's thousands of years of Jedi they only had metal handles. No, sure you're right, but I I don't I mean if if it is a lightsaber I don't know if it's his. Like I don't I don't think it's he's probably a, not. It's I don't not, think no, he's a Jedi, not. and I don't think he's a a Sith. Like I think he, maybe he's a collector. Yeah, he is a collector. Did you watch He had all that shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, why is he bringing it around to Sagarera? There's not enough Sagarera in this show either. Like, yeah, there should have been way more Sagarera and two tubes. Two tubes. And I think it would have been great. Uh, I was very excited to see them. I recognize them. Shane was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. It's like, I know this guy. Uh, what else? Um, I don't know. I liked, uh, <laughs> I liked his girlfriend on the planet. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought that that was like a good to see her get really fucking tortured. Yeah. You know, it's dark. brutal. It's brutal. But like it's fucking stakes. Sure. You know, and it and it mattered, and and he wanted to get back, and he did, and cool. Down. I just Shana Shana liked her character. She was she was down. She was good. I like at the end. I'm confused though. Like, um, you know, they he rescues her. The the other guys, they all kind of, like the the people that sort of make a fuss at the at the funeral get into a ship and they leave and he's like, I will find you like just stay on the goddamn ship. Like why? Because you have to go see Luthen right now. Like you wanted to kill me. I know you wanted to kill me, <laughs> kill me now or I'll join you. Like they had that conversation 12 episodes ago. Okay. Yeah. Maybe it's a little repetitive. I <laughs> Okay, do you guys want to watch season two or no? I'll watch it. I'll definitely watch it. Yeah, I mean, we're 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 invested as Star Wars fans. I think you know. I'm gonna watch everything. Want, yeah, you want to see where the story goes. I did, you know, I did think the production value was good. That the cinematography was good. Yeah. I liked the score. I thought the score was really good. Um, they were definitely mostly like, practical locations. Yeah. Mostly practical locations. Yeah. Like no from a filmmaking Vaughan. standpoint, yeah. no I, I liked seeing it elevated. Um, I, so that was cool. I have an interesting question, a, a, uh, but maybe let's let's save it for the end. Go ahead. Okay. Um, 
yeah, so I, I'm excited to see that further develop and other worlds they go to. Um, but it's also interesting because you know we we know we know how all these characters, not all these characters, but at least our main character ends up. <laughs> so it's like how, how long? How, yeah, how long? You know, do they drag this out for? And I feel like there's probably much more interesting IPs and stories that they could tell. Um, that like, is this the one that they felt like we really need to fill in the gap? Tony Gilroy was like, I have, I've got 24 episodes for you. <laughs> like, he's like, is I it got... just going to be two seasons? Yes. Yes. They, they have said that it is two seasons. Okay. Um, so it, it, and that's another reason why I feel like it's easy for us to say, yeah, we'll watch it because low investment. We're already halfway done. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, they should have just, the last episode was just, uh, they got to give you something to look forward to. They have to stop shooting on the same street. Yeah. It looks all the same. It's so obvious. It's not, you're not every planet has a big wide street with a dirt road. Okay. And a big arch over. and a big arch thingy. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Like we're not retarded here. People. Sorry. We're not stupid here. Like we can see if they're reusing it in Book of Boba Fett and then Obi-Wan and then Andor the same year. Like, they think we're really dumb. And most of the time we are. Most of the time we are. That's fine. This is why they, this is how they cut their corners for the shows versus the movies. I guess. They can afford two streets. (laughs) Two streets. (laughs) Those streets take a long time to build, man. Yeah. All right. So here's my thought experiment question. Okay, go. If in an alternate universe, yes, this was the first show out from Star Wars, Disney Plus, we would have lost our fucking minds, I think. Because A, it's the best looking one. Um, it, it's that, that dark, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe there would have been some of the same gripes with the story and, and the, the dragging, but, but like... When we when we were talking about Mandalorian season one, we were saying nothing was happening, but like it, from a sense of like every episode felt a little disconnected. Here, this is a very much a story arc. I don't know. I'm, I'm just wondering, like, uh, what that coming out 2019? Like this, if this came out three years ago, much closer to when Game of Thrones was wrapping, would we have been more? Ready it's for it. Good, it's such a good question. Um, I think it would have done well and it would have gotten the same reception. But I think that if you remember back to 2019 and the feeling coming out right before Rise of Skywalker, mm. you know, uh, morale was low. <laughs> and I think that, you know, while there was some optimism for the movie, I think people were largely nervous about how they were going to bring back Palpatine. And I think that as the movie came out and people kind of just absorb it and then you move on from Rise of Skywalker, something that I think Mandalorian season one did was recapture the hope and magic of Star Wars. And that you're right. A big part of Star Wars is hope and and being optimistic and trying to, you know, believe that the story is going to end well. And there's no more optimistic character than Baby Yoda. He's it. 
oh my god, you know. And I think that 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 show and that character idea created a cultural phenomenon, and that transcended what uh, Andor can ultimately ever be. You know, it can it can be a great Disney Plus show. It can be a very good Disney Plus show. It cannot be the cultural phenomenon that is Baby Yoda. That's different. Yep. Yeah, that that kind of blew up. That put Star Wars, you know, it, 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 it transcended it again for another reason, right? It made, it showed the world that Star Wars can actually be a television show yeah. um, in the first place. And again, you know, it had the, even though nothing was, super happening in the first season of Mando, you were still like, I have to see what happens next. There was, I think, a bigger sense of intrigue because of the characters, because of the mystique, because of the planets and the worlds and the creatures you saw. Like, you got hooked in that way that I think, you know, reckons back to the OG Star Wars. Yeah, we had no idea what we were getting into. The, episode, right. the first episode blew everyone's minds. And it changed. Right. It completely subverted our expectations. We had, we we thought we were getting this show when we were, we got something totally different. You're right. We thought we were getting a dark and gritty show, and now, and really, Mandalorian is the best Star Wars show. It's it's just the best version of it. It's yeah. a continuation of a great. It's the the sequel to Return of the Jedi. <laughs> like, you know, it's how do you get any better than that? You yeah. can't really fuck that up. Uh, I, I think. Um, yeah, and, and that's coming out soon, so we'll yeah, see you guys all, for that. We're all going to be really excited about it. Um, I is think, it March now or March? Or still February? Yeah, March. It was February, right? Yeah, I think it's like March first. So fine, we'll be fine. Um, uh, yeah, I my the last thing I was kind of wondering about was like, you know, I know that like you were saying at the top of this, Tony Gilroy has no like interest in being like connected or whatever or totally. Star Warsy. But, you know, after watching Obi-Wan and kind of that show was really bite-sized in comparison, um, but, like, it had a nice succinct arc, um, it also set up a lot of rebellion things, right? And I don't remember exactly the timing where sort of, like, it's it's murky, how, like, where when that, that fell compared to this, but, like... Could there have been any sort of connect the dotsies uh, there? Not, I'm not saying we need an Obi Wan character to show up. Absolutely not. But like some of those seeds, like that, if if they're if they're building um, a post Return of the Jedi like universe where there's going to be some shows that sort of cross over, maybe they should have done something like this pre A New Hope. What do you think, Zeb? I think that would have been cool. It feels like there's a bigger distance between the events of. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, what is the timeline there? I mean, it it feels like in Andor we're kind of at almost like early infancy of the Empire and the Imperial Army, whereas in Obi Wan it's kind of like more developed more developed yeah faders there i think my 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 understanding was it actually was reverse because they were saying this is five years before rogue one okay and i think obi-wan's 10 years after revenge of the sith 
So that's the same time. It's about the same yeah. time. Like that's about that's what time. I'm saying. So yeah, there definitely could have been crossover. Yeah, I think that would have been cool. I think even some light, you know, Easter eggy kind of stuff would have been sufficient too. Yeah, there was no I, nothing. <laughs> they they, yeah, they, to, they almost went out of their way to be like, this is so not about Jedi and Sith. Yeah, that like they were really kind of standing firm on that ground that one appearance want. of Palpatine. That's all I need. man. Yeah. Even as a hologram or yeah. something, you know, Oh, his voice coming in over the telecom. Uh, we, don't, uh, we don't need Darth I Vader, like but to, like, I would like to order a big Mac. <laughs> um, you know, like, uh, I don't know. Um, okay. Yes. Palpatine would have been definitely cool to see in Andor. Did you yeah. did you guys think we were gonna get something, a piece of something? I w- I knew that like so there is a stinger at the end to see that what they were making in the prison is going into the Death Star, right? Which yeah. is cool. It's um, cool, but how many times have we seen a Death Star built? Many, <laughs> many times. Still, but they're, half of they're Ro- building half of the Rogue- laser. <laughs> half of Rogue One is just Death Star porn. Half the movie. Half the movie. They, they showed it at a different angle. Though. Look, yeah. it's upside down. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, no, listen, folks. You know, I'm excited that they put this out. You know, I'm excited that they're trying things like this. Uh, I don't know. I, I think I'm going to put my foot down and say I'm, I'd rather them build the Mandoverse as a universe and let leave them alone. And not worry about building everybody else to have a universe. That's fine. You That's what you want to bring <laughs> you want to bring back people who are in the universe. You want to bring back Jimmy Smiths for Obi Wan, Moranya, great, perfect. But don't worry about. I, we don't need all the inter- Worry about Mando. Put put the put that interest in Mando. <laughs> put all your Mando eggs in your Mando basket. Yeah, put those put those together. Let's season three has got to do some serious shit. In case you forgot, expectations are high as fuck. I think people, I I think some people are gonna get a little confused, and they're not gonna, because they didn't watch Boba Fett. But. Totally, totally lost, lost yeah, those people. They fucked All right, up. well we gotta we gotta change universes, folks. So, uh, listen, it's been great to catch up with you on this one, uh, my friend uh, Matt on the West Coast. Uh, thank you for hopping on with us again for Star Wars. Yeah, man. Um, anything you want to plug or talk about? <laughs> Say goodbye. <laughs> Sign off as. No, just happy to talk with you guys. And, uh, you know, it, it doesn't feel like I've fully fleshed out all my thoughts on these things until I get to ch- talk with you guys. So thanks for the opportunity to do so. Oh, that that feels good, man. Frank's final thoughts. Yeah, I, it's it's weird to, you know, not have like gushing thoughts of a, on a Star Wars show. I guess I guess when you have like when you're spoiled and we have Star Wars on television, you can pick and choose uh what you like and what you don't. You like and what you don't. So All yeah. right, folks. Well, you can find us on uh Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify. You can check us out on the website, www.longlostheroes.net. Send us an email, info at longlostheroes.net. You can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, Twitter, at LLH Podcast. Uh, Thank you very much, everybody. Have a great week. Thank you. Thank you.